Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following segment is from NFL Reacts, a part of the SB Nation NFL show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. This was a team that was heavily in the mix for Tyreek Hill. Uh, They know that they need some more wide receivers, and you know they have Corey Davis. They gave him a big contract. Last offseason, they lost Jamison Crowder. They still have Denzel Mims, but it feels like they don't have any idea what to do with Denzel Mims. Um, We just haven't really seen enough of him so far in his NFL career to have an idea of whether or not he's going to actually be a key contributor at any point. And it seems like they're really interested in trying to get one of these top wide receivers. And they've got the fourth pick and they've got the 10th pick. Now, this is a team that still has... A lot of holes. They don't have any good edge rushers. They need another linebacker. Uh, they need another offensive tackle, possibly, because Makai Becton, their their young left tackle, was injured a lot last season, and there's some worry about his health moving forward, so they might go offensive tackle here. But with two picks in the top ten, I feel like the Jets are definitely coming away with a wide receiver here. Um I think Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, like if you believe those guys are the best players on the board and and they're available or Drake London, who a lot of people are projecting as the number one wide receiver now, like I I think it's perfectly reasonable to expect that the Jets are not coming away on day one of the NFL draft without one of these top wide receivers on their team. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. Um, I mean, I am surprised. I think we went this entire segment talking about the Jets so far. Uh, though it's been brief, we went this entire time without mentioning Elijah Moore. And shame on you, Stephen. <laughs> uh, and uh, our draft darling last year, uh, you know, fantastic, fantastic asset. Didn't see necessarily that ceiling that we hoped to see uh, in the the 2021 season. But former for second round pick, like we can see, we can see him making big time strides. Uh, played a lot on the outside. I think maybe if we saw him work out of the slot a little bit more, especially with the departure of Jamison Crowder, finding one of these guys that's maybe like a bigger bodied wide receiver can handle uh, things on the outside, like and compliment Corey Davis in that way. Definitely. I would love to see Drake London here. And I think Drake London would be a huge upgrade um, in, in terms of just getting your young quarterback uh, a wide receiver that I think is pretty well-rounded, pretty relatively pro-ready uh, for um, among all these wide receivers. I think 
he's a guy that can contribute immediately and lift up your second year quarterback. It is pretty egregious that I mentioned Denzel Mims before Elijah Moore. So uh, like multiple sentences. I I appreciate you calling me out on that. Uh, That that is just a terrible, terrible oversight on my part. I think they go wide receiver early, but I do think another interesting conversation, too, because they've got two picks in the top 10. um, And then in the second round, they've got the number 35 and number 38. So um, two of the top six picks in the second round are theirs. Could you picture them drafting a running back? They have Michael Carter, uh, who did, I think, uh, exceeded expectations in his first season out of UNC. but, you know, he still has some of those size concerns. I feel like that's been the biggest issue when people are evaluating Michael Carter is that they just don't think he's big enough to be like an RB1. Is there a circumstance where maybe with one of these early second rounders that they uh, address the running back position? Because if not, if you don't think that's a, in the realm of possibility, then Michael Carter is probably going to walk away as a huge winner in this draft. And we're probably going to see him uh, fly up r- dynasty rankings and all that. Cause I think that's really the only thing suppressing his value right now is the concern that maybe they address the running back position. Yeah. I, I do think it would be smart for them to do that. And not necessarily because, they don't have faith in Michael Carter and his ability to continue to develop and be a playmaker. And we saw flashes of it as a rookie. They were just such a bad team overall. I don't think he was in a good situation to really succeed, especially like offensively with Zach Wilson's struggles. But I think that would be smart. And you're talking about Robert Sala and his staff that, you know, came from that Shanahan coaching tree where they've had a lot of success with utilizing multiple running backs and we're talking about a modern day NFL where you look at some of these offenses across the league that are so stacked. Like, I don't think you can ever go wrong by just continuing to add offensive playmakers and, and just say, like, even if Zach Wilson doesn't wind up being a top 10 quarterback or something like that, he can still be a functional quarterback because we put enough around him to succeed. So, yeah, I I think that they should consider another running back, even if you really like Michael Carter, just because we see more and more teams who just don't have workhorse running backs now. And I I think it's a smart strategy at a position where, you know, the guys get hurt so often. And they brought in CJ Uzama and Tyler Conklin to upgrade their tight end position. So I think you go wide receiver with one of your top 10 picks. And obviously they're going to go, a defender because Robert Sala wants to build up that defense. But with those second round picks, I think it would actually be a really good move for them to take one of these top running backs. You can listen to the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.